Welcome to the Rumple and the Frog Show for Stitchers. I'm Rumple. And I'm the Frog, providing you with an enchanting escape of stitches and stories. We're so glad you've joined us for fairy tales, fiber tales, and conversation about our most favorite thing. Yarn! Woot woot. So exciting. (laughs) All right. Well, this is it. This is the end of our season, the end of the year 2021. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's really hard to believe we're already here. Um, but we have a couple things we have to do before we officially wrap. Sound good? Yes. All right. So in today's episode, <laughs> we will be discussing uh, like some micro knits. We went from tiny knits to maybe micro knits. We're just going to briefly give you all a couple of references in case you have any last minute gift knitting, stocking stuffers. I don't know, little baubles for presents things like that. So we'll Mm -hmm. give you a quickie on that. And we also would like to do uh, a tradition. It's a tradition if you do it twice, right? (laughs) Sure. Why not? (laughs) Uh, We definitely want to do a little bit of year in review. So last year uh, we wrapped a season also in late December where we talked about our favorite things (laughs) and set some fibery New Year's resolution. So I would yep. like to traumatize Rumple, who hasn't had time to review that, <laughs> with great. what she said she would do this year. Uh, yeah, we'll see. How um, that and I'm going to hold her accountable <laughs> and also want to hear about her favorite things from this year. So we're going to keep the tradition alive. I like it. And you better be enthusiastic, Rumple, because if you listen back to that episode, you're Uh-oh. like, this is what we're doing. I can't wait. A year from now, we're going to do this. It's really cute. You were all over it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so here we are. Can you believe it? A year later. Uh, it It is hard to believe in some ways because I feel like it's just been such a crazy year still. I it's know. It's not even been. Things are still crazy. That's all things there's to say. are so crazy. I know. And we <sighs> both have new jobs. Yes. And we both have daughters who are speeding ahead faster than oh. I can keep up with uh-huh <laughs> and the world is on fire in many ways still and we're yeah. trying to deal with school systems and being employed in schools maybe and, oh yeah all the and bananas things all the bananas <laughs> so that being said um I think it's good that we're taking a break soon mm-hmm. yeah um where we can kind of gather our ideas and our strength and maybe do some other things before coming back to it so. and have, have a glass of wine and have a glass of wine here, here. Um, by the way, yes, something you and I have to try. I had the most amazing beverage a few weeks ago, <laughs> mulled wine. Oh, delicious. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'd never had it before. It was You've never had mulled so wine good. before. So I've had glog. Oh yeah. Glog. <laughs> yeah. Which is a similar thing, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And no, I, I much prefer the mulled wine. Yeah. Mulled it's wine is so great. good. Oh my gosh. So last year and this particular friend of mine, it's unfortunate. She doesn't listen to this podcast because she might appreciate this memory. We had a, okay. So we lived down the street from each other last year mm-hmm. and we both had these little outdoor porches. Yeah. Um, and we had a mulled wine off. So what? what we did was oh my we gosh. did them in crock pots. Yeah. And she covered my porch and we had a drink. Then we went over to her porch and we had a drink. Oh, she covered my porch it. and we had a drink. That's and then amazing. not too much later than that, we were pretty funny walking <laughs> down the street. <laughs> it was really fun. Oh. Um, and we both used different recipes and we were comparing notes and stuff. And then we picked up a couple friends along the way that lived in the neighborhood too. Oh, that is awesome. I know. It was really, it was really fun. But there's some really great recipes for chucking it in a crock pot and for the whole like christmas evening or when you're hanging out with yeah, family yeah. it's like yes so I fun you gotta do, do it i think i've got to do that this year it's a hat it has to be done yeah it's really fun that sounds amazing yeah those okay. are that is boozy though it is it's so good fact <laughs> but it's so delicious it's so delicious and it's like you wouldn't think warm wine is ever going to be good but it's amazing oh when but it, it has, has all, all that those stuff it has orange peel and seasons and, oh yeah star anise Oh, so delicious. So if you like wine and you like mulling spices, which if you don't that what if you don't know what that is, then you should definitely check it out and try yeah. those things. It's amazing. Yeah, definitely. 
Awesome. Okay. okay. On with well, it. I guess we should tell the people what they want to hear. What we should tell the people for. what they want to hear. Okay. So we said <laughs> we would look at some last minute, um, fibery <laughs> gift ideas. And yeah, we, we totally did this too. <laughs> and it turns out we too were relatively last minute, but we do have two good references, uh, uh, two places we can send people. Yes, for sure. All right. You go first. All right. So one in general, Mochi Mochi Land by yes. Anna Harhovec. Sorry yes. if I said your name wrong, but in particular, her book, Teeny Tiny Mochi Mochi, which is one I have owned for quite some time. Everything in here. It is not necessarily going to take you five minutes, but <laughs> you could definitely finish some of these little tiny knits in less than 20 minutes. Yes. Depending on your skill level, I should throw that caveat in there. Sure. Um, depending on where you're at in your knitter's skill box, it might take you longer. It might take you less. Right. But there totally. are definitely projects in here. 20 minutes. I For sure. That. For and sure. And I feel like that's a reasonable, it's not five minutes, but that's not crazy. Right. So, well, I yeah. made a couple of those from that book last, mm, last year. Yeah. So if you go back into our Instagram, you'll see, I made a little teeny tiny dinosaur oh. and I made a little teeny tiny knit chicken. Yes. Um, and those definitely were like half hour or less projects. I did them yeah. on either Ooh, DK or sport weight. It's all right. It's been a day. It's been yeah. a, a season. <laughs> um, so I did them on sport weight or DK. So it wasn't as fiddly as fingering weight. So they're not as teeny tiny, but they're still mm -hmm. so small. They're like just a oh, couple yeah. of inches. Yeah. Um, and here's one thing I'll just punt out there. Cause I think when people look at a lot of those patterns, they can kind of visually see, uh, like an oblong mm -hmm. three-dimensional knit in the round stuffed thing, right? Yeah. A lot of them have this base. A lot of the shapes are based off of that base. Yeah, um, for sure. So I just want to say to folks, and then you're like, oh, what about those little appendages? Well, guess what? Oh, they're so They easy. are. She's so smart. They are without revealing too much magic sauce. I don't think they yeah. are little I cords yeah. that you pull through the body. Yeah. It's really not and a big deal. It sticks out both sides, a little couple millimeters. And next thing you know, you have two little baby feet yeah. on the bottom of your little baby dinosaur. So it's really like simple shapes. And it's really the little details that make those pieces adorable yeah. and incredible. Yeah. The little embroidery and stuff that yeah. really make them. And that yeah. isn't, it's nothing extravagant either. It's all very simple. Mm -hmm. It's so, so cute. They're so cute. Everyone so wants check those tiny out. things. Yes. Check those out. And if you don't, haven't followed her on Instagram or checked her out, you know, she oh, not yeah. only does she make little tiny creature knit things, three-dimensional knit things, but then she animates them. They are so adorable. So speaking on that note, I highly recommend subscribing to her newsletter if you don't already, because it is super fun to get that. She doesn't send excessive newsletters by any means, mm -hmm. but sometimes you get little extra fun things to see. Wonderful. It's super fun. So anyway. Very good. I like it. Yeah. So what do you have here for us? All right. Well, I found a cool website called 55 Five Minute Crafts. <laughs> so they're not all fiber E, but many of them are. So I'm just going to give yeah. you a couple of examples of what's in there. There is, say, a macrame plant hanger. Ooh. How about some tiny tassel earrings? Yeah. How about um, some embroidery on cardstock? Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, some yarny projects that don't involve any stitching, but wrapping. So there's a couple of pom-pom projects. There's also a couple Ooh. of wrapping techniques where you can, uh, using some cardboard and some slits and some yarn wrapping you can create a pretty sturdy cool abstract looking christmas tree shape things oh, like cool. that so there are a lot of cool little ideas in there not necessarily all holiday um but if you want to give a little handmade twist to to gift giving um wine bottle bestowing whatever hell attach them to your ladle next to the mold wine pot <laughs> 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 but just think like place card holders, gift tags, things like that. There were a fair number in there that are just things you have in your house, you know, cutting up like, um, like a paper towel tube and getting yeah. yarn out. And the next thing you know, you can put a little gnome together. So they're pretty cool. Boom. 
I like it. Yeah. Sounds good. So check that out. Awesome. And your infinite sets of five minutes that you have for your five minute crafts. 55 five minute increments. You'll be done by the end of the day. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. All right. So we did it. That was our homework. (laughs) We said we would do it. Now we want to do other things. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, And you're welcome. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. All right. Moving on. So we need to do our year in review. So our favorite things we are going to discuss our, I'm going to be honest. Mine's going to be a sad list. (laughs) No, it's going to be great. We're going to discuss our favorite finished objects from the year. Yes. At least not the favorite, maybe one of your favorites. Yeah. Your favorite yarn you tried this past year. Oh yeah. This one and your favorite technique that you've been using this past year. Okay. Excellent. All right. You want to start off with a finished object, your fave. I do. I I am a huge fan of the lady fingers crop sweater that I made, um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, the thing is cropped done, (laughs) done very quickly. (laughs) It short sleeves and it's cropped and it was worsted weight. What more do you want from me? I love that. Second thing, the color work was memorizable, easy color work Mm -hmm. because it's very geometric, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like fair aisle folk knitting style. Uh, the yarn was like a bounce back. I had like a yarn situation with that one. So I over dyed some of it. Um, so that felt like there was more of me in the project and a success. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I recently wore it with a blazer and I looked like a total nerd and it was amazeballs. I love it. Cause the color work kind of has like almost like a Cleopatra feeling going for it. Yeah. The way it has those bars around your neck. Yeah. And then lastly, I was at an outdoor cafe and a lady walking by goes, Mm. Hey, lady finger sweater. And I was like, yeah, man. And I was like, did you have the issue with the sleeves? I think I'm going to rip it back and make the sleeves. She goes, I had to make them smaller too. Blah, 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 blah. We had this whole thing. And my friends are like throwing back glasses of wine. Like, what is happening? happening I was like, what is happening right here is subculture. (laughs) It's one you want to be in. Uh huh. It's the nitty verse. (laughs) You're welcome. So this like random lady like stopped on the sidewalk and pointed and shouted at me. That's, that's, um, the coolest ever. I love right. that. It is really cool when somebody recognizes your your hand knit because it's a popular pattern and it's also very recognizable. So, but that's especially designer. awesome because you weren't at a fiber festival or anything. You were just right. out in the wild in the. I was out in the world. wild. Yeah, I was being observed <laughs> in the wild. Right, because the last time that happened to me, I was at Webs. Yeah, see where people would know. Right, know, somebody was like, like, "Is that the Juno clue. sweater?" And I was like, yeah. "Yes." Yep. Did I buy the pattern here? <laughs> Absolutely. Did yeah, I the last the time I happened. Here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So oh I was gosh. in the wild. So I, I love. I it. love that one. Um, if we do for this episode and for our <laughs> totally like working mom <laughs> holiday season, running out of gas, <laughs> we were talking about not having that many photos in the show notes. But maybe what we could do is. Um, some things we talk about, maybe we could post a little bit on Instagram. Yeah. Some, some pictures be- or I have some old pictures in my phone. I know that I can be like, this is what we meant. Yeah. I'll have to root around and see if I can find it. Yeah. I can do that. Stuff. I, okay. I definitely can, can put forth some of that. So that was my All favorite right. finished object, uh, of 2021. One of my, one of my favorites. How about you? Yeah. Um, I would have to say rift. Yes. By I love Jacqueline C. Slack. And really, so I knit this in Juniper Moon Zoe. I think it's the color forest. It's a foresty green color. And well, one I loved, I love how that yarn after you've washed it the first time, it's like, oh, it's so nice and soft. That's a cotton linen blend, right? It is. Yeah. It's a little crispy when you're working with it. But the first, after washing it, it's just like, it's amazing. So I really love that pattern. It was pretty simple, pretty straightforward, nothing fancy, but really a good design for wearing for anything like Mm -hmm. casual or dressing up a little bit. It is a pattern I actually want to make again, but a long sleeve version because the nice. first one I made is this short sleeve version. Um, 
And it's really, I like the versatility because if you are familiar with the pattern, if you're not, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, she's designed it. So you as the knitter can choose if you want a V neck or a scoop neck. Awesome. And you can actually do one on each side and have it then be reversible or you Very can cool. do both scoop neck, both V neck, you know, there's a lot of versatility to the actual written pattern. So, you know, you could make the same garment or a garment from this pattern multiple times, and it could be totally different each time, mm-hmm. you know, a number of times where you wouldn't have to make adjustments yourself. It's right. In the pattern That's so nice. And you can just pick and choose what you are wanting. Yep. So I really liked that. Um, there are not too, too many garment patterns that I would make again for myself. You know, I'd make it, I loved it, but I'm not going to make another one kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, I already said I would definitely make this one again. Um, so yeah, that, that's probably my favorite finished object. Very good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next category. Ready? Yeah. Okay. A yarn or fiber that you fell in love with this year. Why don't you go first? Okay. I only worked with this yarn once in my whole life so far. Woolfolk far. Oh yeah. Man. This is the one you, the hat, somebody commissioned the hat, right? And you were like, I love this yarn. (laughs) I still dream about this yarn. (laughs) I'm still like one day I'm going to make something for myself with it. Amazing. Um, It hasn't happened yet, but I think there's something to be said when you work with a yarn only one time. And you keep thinking about it and keep mm-hmm. wanting to get back to it. But time hasn't allowed me that right mm-hmm. now. Not to mention I have to choose a project. This is the kind of yarn for me. It's I like I need a specific project before I go buying this yarn. Yes, understand. Um, and that needs to be really thoughtfully planned, I think. So one day, maybe this year, who knows? Hmm. I will get some for myself and make Very myself good. something. So I, I just loved that yarn. It was just, man, it was kind of like dreamy to work. With. That's what you said. You said that before. Oh, good. Oh, I a loved it. Love affair with that yarn. I yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll like, I'll get in bed with that yarn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should make yourself <laughs> something more comfortable. Oh, Maybe I'll make. Make like a, a blanket. No, you don't like doing like, blankets. No, I don't know. I don't think I'm in the mood for blankets yet. I love the idea of making blanket. I don't know that I love the commitment. That's how I feel about um, them as well. I don't know. Yep. Something like, I don't know what I kind of want to do a sweater, but I'm not sure that I want to pay for that much yarn. <laughs> it's not cheap. It would be a big treat. It, be a big it treat really would. It would. It would have to be a a very special occasion sweater. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so wolf oak far is my top pick yarn for this very year. Good. How about you? Very good. Mine is Noro Ito. Ooh. Mm. Now I have to ask: Are you surprised to hear yourself say that? Yes. <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> As as we will discuss later in this episode, <laughs> it's a singles, <laughs> which I hate. Which you hate, don't you? You can't stand them, but you're I a hate liar. them so much that my favorite yarn of the year is the singles. Okay, first of I all, it comes this. in that big old barrel. I mean, that's awesome. Oh, it is pretty awesome. The put up is amazing. Yeah, the way the colors are carded in is amazing. Uh huh. It was not fragile at all. No, which is a huge misconception with many Noro yarns. I feel. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. what else? What else? What else? It's conditioned so beautifully when I mm-hmm. blocked it. Um. 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 It's self-striping, which is like a Noro awesomeness. Everybody knows that. And yeah. then the colors. It was like a like brown, like mostly brown, sometimes cream, sometimes like a wine color. It was just like all earthy colors I would normally never pick. Yeah. Yeah. I usually go more towards like jewel tones. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but this was just like a muted down to earth palette and it just makes me stinking happy. So I really love that yarn so much. And have you worn your sweater this season yet? Not yet. I was actually going to bust it out soon. I was waiting for it to be cold enough. It's getting Um, chillier. It's getting chilly. Yeah. So I was really pleased with that project. And also it was a, I can't remember the name of it. I might've had a not exciting name like Noro design number, 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 number. Yeah. I honestly Um, don't remember, but I, well, it was just like all Noro designs. They are trying to play up that color changing by maybe perhaps having joins or seams in interesting places so that the Mm -hmm. colors don't stack in the way that you might expect them to. Yeah. Um, and that was a feature of the sweater that I made with it. So, so on the note of the Noro Edo, bear with me a second. Cause I'm going to mm-hmm. look something up. Hang on a second. Um, did you know that there is another Noro yarn in the same put up? Yes. It's there's another new... barrel one. Is it yeah, called Bachi? I'm going gonna... to look it up because I don't remember off the top of my head. I feel like it's Bachi. Um, but I have seen... Knit and Pearl started carrying them. So I've seen a few of the colorways and mm-hmm. it's just as wonderful as the Ito. Amazing. I, we're going to look it up so we can tell people because I don't remember what it's called. Viola. Ooh. Viola. And these are, you know, it's the same put up, but like the colorways are just different i don't know if that's the only reason it's a different yeah yarn but um i'm just gonna double check 437 yards in the viola and i think that's what it is in the ito but i'm gonna just verify that that's true Ooh, and it's a hundred percent it is the same bulky weight yeah so oh awesome sauce that's another one to check out oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh i might that might be in my future. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. pink one is especially amazing. I was <laughs> like just itching to try that one, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's good Beautiful. stuff. Beautiful. Oh, I love them. Very good. So anyway. All right. Well, that brings us to category three. Dun, so dun. category three. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. Favorite technique. Yeah. Why don't you year. why don't you start us off with this one? Okay. Well, definitely. I did so much stranded color work this year. Yeah, you did. Lots. Um, I did that Cipolla sweater. Mm, Yeah. Um, Also in a singles. (laughs) Jeez, for somebody who hates singles. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So I did that one. So I did a lot of uh, stranded color work yokes. And then with that cropped ladyfinger sweater and another sweater by that same designer, called the Panglossian, which I actually finished today. Yeah. What? Yes. I need to dunk it um, <sighs> or steam it or something. Um, but I did awesome. a little more full body color work as opposed to just the yoke with those two. Yeah. Just fun. Um, yeah. So much trying to color work so much. So, but I knocked out a hat recently too. It's always yeah, great. Yeah. In hats. So I might need a break from that with yeah. the next things coming up. Um, but I just love it so much. I love it. I love those little charts. Well, that's good. So addictive watching it come and come to be. Um, so, and I remember last year, one of my favorite things in last year's episode was the alternate stitch dictionary too, by Andrea Rangel, which is also like a modern stranded color work fun fest. Yes. So definitely this year, I'm not surprised because I was already on that kick. I've been on it for a while. Um, but stranded color work is Mm -hmm. my jam for that's sure i like it how about you it's a good jam to have it's a good jam to have <laughs> um i have to say for this year for me it's been tunisian crochet i knew you were gonna say that i knew really it. digging it i really have enjoyed exploring a variety of stitches mm-hmm. and just playing around with some things because part of it seems like it's a never ending new supply of stuff, which isn't, it feels that way to me, but it's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. Um, I don't know. I'm just like still really into it. I really want to make a Tunisian crochet sweater. 
I don't know when that will happen. The yarn consumption for Tunisian crochet is a lot more than regular knitting. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if this is true, but it feels true. It may be more than regular crochet, but I'm not sure if that's true. Mm -hmm. That's just my speculation. But what a great stash buster. Yeah. Uh, If you had, like, if you could think about incorporating stripes or color blocks and using your stash. Yeah. And I've looked, there's a handful of really great patterns for sweaters out there. But when I look at like what I'd want to make, I kind of think maybe I'll just do my own thing. Yeah. So we'll see. I have nothing planned. It's just, I I'm digging the technique. I I'm working on a Tunisian crochet project now. Uh, I find myself like seeking those projects out. So that's awesome. Oh, I love that. So very good. I'm going to keep riding that one for a while. You're going to keep enjoying that, coasting that for a while. I think yeah. So, <laughs> you know what? Another thing I should throw in there too, that is something like less obvious in some of the work I've done this year is German short rows. Ooh. Yeah. Which I definitely had an appreciation for. Mm-hmm. Um, but only recently have I started adding them like making my own alteration to a pattern to add them to like raise the back of neck or something. Yeah. Um, uh, I did that on the Panglossian, you know, like I just wanted to bring that, give it a little bit more height in the back of the neck. And I just chucked some, I was so proud of myself for just being like, well, I'm just going to do this. I can figure Yay! this out. And you did it. And I did it. And it wasn't um, the end of the world. And it wasn't the end of the world. So <laughs> I want to add that to my techniques that I embraced. Um, there was a mm-hmm. shirt. Oh my gosh. I cannot remember the name of it. That's terrible. I'll put it in our show notes okay. when I remember. Um, but I made a like this fingering weight t-shirt in the summer. It was like V-neck in the front. Yes. And swoop in the back or whichever, depending on how you wear it. That was a short row madness. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's actually what got me to really appreciate what they're doing more. Mm-hmm. Cause it wasn't like re- putting uh, like an inch in the bust or an inch in the back of neck for a little bit of rounded shaping. This was like to make this work. We're yeah. going to drag these short rows across a lot. And then that's when I really understood what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so that was a great experience too. I'll pop that in our show notes. Excellent. So. Yeah. Cool. Yo. Well, very good. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. I want to make a note about German short rows before I forget. Okay. Boom. I'm cheating, adding things to the list. Oh, not allowed. Oh, not allowed. Okay. Not allowed. Not allowed. All right. Would you like me to hold you accountable for last year's New Year's resolutions? Well, you can try. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> uh-huh. You said this is what you said to me. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now you still have time because the date of that episode we recorded it on the twenty eighth last year, <laughs> or we published it on the twenty eighth, which is a special like, day in your life, is it not? Yes, but you're so funny. We may we may have some time left in this year, but you have some time. Today <laughs> is what is not today? happening. Twenty second not happening. <laughs> and we recorded that on the 27th and published on the 28th. I'm just saying if oh, it gets to you, gosh. there's still time. It's, it's not happening. Cause you know, there's nothing else going on in your life between the 22nd oh, nothing. and 28th of December. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. Here's what you said. Have at it. Okay. Yeah. You said you were going to spin with intention mm-hmm. that you wanted to have a sweater design or project in mind. Mm-hmm. spin for it a sweater's quantity yeah. of yarn and that you would never give up your sort of play like spinning at play of a lot of one-offs one of a kinds um that you do to sort of explore the possibilities and you get one beautiful scheme but it's a one and done mm-hmm. you said you would never be able to give that up that that was yeah. your joy of spinning but that yeah. wouldn't it be interesting to try to generate truly like a sweater's worth yeah okay so so what score are you going to give yourself? <laughs> I'm not scoring myself, but I'll tell you what I've done. How's that? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So I feel like I have spun with more intention as far as making the yarn, but not with a project in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I, it's possible I've spun a sweater's worth this year in all, mm-hmm. not intentionally for a sweater mm-hmm. however she's shaking her finger at me on zoom <laughs> i just know they can't see it i 
<laughs> did you are wagging that finger at me. Purchase a sweater's worth of spinning fiber at Rhinebeck. Mm-hmm. For a you sweater. sure did. But I have not started spinning that yet. And I am certain I won't get to it until after the new year at of this course. point in time. Yes. So I've kind of dabbled in this. Sure. And I feel like for me, that's a success where I'm at. Very good. I feel then good about you that. You get a great score. Wow. Do I get Woo-hoo. a gold star? Yes, you do. <laughs> awesome. All right. Oh my gosh. Your turn. I'm... Okay. Um, we already know a little bit about one of these things. Yes. So I said I wanted to explore. <laughs> I said I wanted to get back on the singles market oh, last year. Single lady. All the single, all the single <laughs> yarns. Um, and I did, damn it. I made that a whole sweater out of that amazing found yarn that my neighbor gave me, the mystery yarn from some yep. farm in Maine. Um and which I also washed before mm-hmm. I knit it up, and I may have felted it a teeny teeny bit, which I didn't mind one bit. Yep. Um, so that happened, and then I and then I also made the Ito, the Noro Ito sweater. I think mm-hmm. I did those two back to back. So I did like play with a really lightweight singles and a heavyweight singles. I said I would do it. I did it. I'm very pleased with both of those garments. And you're a convert. I am now a convert. Yeah. I think so for me, hearing you say that, <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. And congrats because I feel like you're in a part of the yarn world that lots of people are hesitant and afraid of mm-hmm. for unfounded reasons. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they had one poor experience and then they were like, well, forget that. And that's yep. really unfortunate because you are missing out on some really amazing yarns if yes. you're not using singles at all. Yep. Yep. And I definitely so. like have a new appreciation just for the structure of knitting period anyway, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that, even if it felt fragile in places, um, mm-hmm. that the structure of the fabric that you're building can handle it and is really strong yes. now. It's amazing. Yeah. So for that sure. was a success. I give myself a good score on that one. You get two gold stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Uh, major fail on my second thing though. Oh, let, let's just dive right in. <laughs> you, you keep going then. So what's, what's your, what's I your was determined to get on my cricket loom, my little 10 inch rigid head loom. Mm-hmm. No, and? still no. on the shelf untouched. Totally. Not even once I moved it from one domicile to the next and in so doing sold i sold my big cricket my big cricket that doesn't make any sense my (laughs) big one my 40 inch one there was a time i thought i was going to make bolts of cloth yeah and then cut and sew my own woven fabric into clothes if only like some kind of major hippie that never happened i love that idea so much like I know hugging at my heartstrings with that idea, (laughs) but I also know the reality of that. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. So I actually sold uh, my heddles and even some really long pickup sticks and some other awesome implements for my large rigid heddle. And knowing that just the little one is perfect enough for me, there will be a day when I do some sampling on it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it'll be almost, (laughs) I think it's going to be like almost two years. It's okay. Since I got All it and I still time. haven't touched it someday. All in good time. It remains on the list of things to do. Yeah. So that was That's a relatively right. epic fail, but it's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Someday, someday, someday. There's got to be some reason why it's not calling me. So. Well, you'll have the space in your brain at some point for it. Yeah. It's all good. Definitely. Anyway, how about you? Oh, I have to remind you. Okay. Oh, you dear. said, I love starting like that. You said <laughs> almost a year ago. What did I say? You said you wanted to focus on your secondhand wardrobe. Uh-huh. Um, and that you wanted to get on your machine and maybe begin to make some garments. And yeah. you said like a simple thing, like maybe a t-shirt or something like that. Um, I put hand sewing here, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not hand sewing, machine sewing. So I did some t-shirt dyeing. I remember that the ice dyeing. 
So that's um, <laughs> I dip my toe. Okay, and that's about it. It's okay because I definitely didn't do any hand making garments. I did look into some patterns uh, available. Like they had kits. Actually, mm-hmm. this is really interesting, and I I don't remember. I'm sure they're in my favorites on Etsy, but um. There are a couple Etsy shop owners who have kits to make your own garments, hand sewing, nonetheless, which mm-hmm. I found fascinating. And the reviews were amazing. I never moved forward with any of that, but maybe that's something I should revisit soon. Um, I bet you you're more likely to do it hand yeah. sewing than you are on your machine. For me, I think that's true. And mm-hmm. I think I'm one of those people, if I purchased a kit where everything's there that I need other than maybe like the sewing needle and then the, you know, that kind of stuff. But if the the fabric is there, the pattern, you know, I don't have to like find a pattern, find fabric, find the thread that matches or Mm -hmm. goes together. If it's all in one thing, ready to go. I feel like that's more achievable and it feels like more, the comfort level is there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's not so much work as bratty as that sounds, <laughs> but um, it didn't happen. Not really. Well, you know, so, there's a lot of yeah. aspects to starting a project. Like when you're not as fluent in a certain sort of discipline, there are some things that can really hold you back. Like, for example, when you're going to a fabric store, it can be really intimidating there's just it's also awesome but there's so much there yes and then also like you need to know your quantities you have to know yeah those are things where like let's say you're a new knitter and you want to knit a scarf or whatever instead of agonizing over yardage or whatever Mm -hmm. isn't it great when there's like beautiful little boxed up yeah and And everything's in it that it's gonna make a scarf and you're like well then i believe you let's buy that (laughs) you know um yeah Yeah, definitely Definitely. A hundred percent. I think their little steps like that can definitely make it harder. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. So maybe well, this next year, who knows? Maybe. So both of us on number two are kind of like, eh. <laughs> maybe that's why we tried to hide it in the middle. Cause we knew we were never going to do it. <laughs> never say never. Maybe, oh my maybe goodness. next year. All right. What is, what do you have for your third thing? Okay. My third one was I wanted to commit to stash busting, Mm -hmm. um, by taking like a two steps forward, one step back approach. So I was going to make two projects with stuff I had before supplying a new project. Um, and then I would back on, uh, Oh, I feel like, (laughs) (laughs) so I did listen to the episode, so I can tell you for a fact that when we record the episode, I was like, which is why this is why I have to wait for the Noro Ito <laughs> that is in my car. I can't just go buying it. I definitely bought it like right away. <laughs> however, however, um, I did make in the last, uh, I'm going to say the last maybe four sweaters that I made mm-hmm. since maybe in the last year, maybe I made four some probably sounds about right. Those were coming out of my stash. It was only, oh, that's not true. That one is of them, awesome. One of them I did purchase for, but I mean like things I had obviously put into my stash. I bought a sweater's worth and put it in there, but I yeah. was able to get it out. So mm-hmm. um, definitely I made some progress like using yarn that I have. And then I've also for small projects to kind of just keep my mojo going in between longer things, hats and stuff like that. I've, I've started either designing around or really saying to myself, you have so many awesome scraps and remnants and leftovers and even full skeins and a couple of like workhorse yarns that I really love. Why, why would you go looking at like DK weight hats when you just want to bomb out a worst weight hat and you have every color you could need. So I have been doing a little bit of that, but the big culprit, I'm going to blame it right now. (laughs) The number Uh one reason why my stash is in the situation that it is in right now. Dun, 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 dun. Was the shop hop. (laughs) Shop hop was like, binge eating. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I got into some trouble myself there. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody wants to go back, let's do our summer season where all we did was like every episode was like, we're going to go to this oh, place to buy yarn. Look, we bought yarn. So oh, I yeah, do yeah. have some beautiful yarn sitting around just all over the place that yeah, I get untouched, but maybe this winter, cause I'm not all that interested in, in buying. I don't need, I don't have the urge this year as much to purchase new yarn. Yeah. I, it's funny you say that I, um, the only yarn I've purchased in the last few months, I think this is true for all the yarn I've purchased was for gifts Mm-hmm. Or for teaching purposes. Yeah, that's good. And that's it. And everything else I have, like I have a solid sweater's worth of yarn that we got at the shop hop. Um, oh, I forget what the yarn is called, but it's white. You were with yeah. me. I yeah, bought, you like, talked about sweater quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I pulled that out just the other day because I found a pattern. I have a pattern that we got at the yarn shop for that, but I came across another one that I See? really like yeah. that I might leave it white. Oh, amazing. Because it's heavily textured. Mm-hmm. And I think that that could be really, really cool in a really textured, bright white. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence about it right now. I have to do a swatch and then I think that will determine what I do with it. But yeah, so yeah. I get what you're saying. I feel like I'm kind of in that place, which is a good thing to be like. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I don't know. Not so bad. Yeah. I mean, I still love the yarns and there's stuff I long for such as far, (laughs) but for sure. I'm like, "Eh." eventually, you know, I think too, like, I think I did a little, um, and we, I, let me just acknowledge how privileged I am to even say this, but I think I did some sort of pandemic yarn hoarding. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. Yep. Um, where I was like, well, I, I don't want to not be able to pick my colors in person. And I had all these feelings about like getting things. And I think also yeah. just as norm- normal consumer capitalism is to kind of console yourself with the getting of things anyway. So mm-hmm. I think there were some moments where that kind of instant gratification or mail ordering things felt like yeah. I was participating in the world a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the result of that is I now have a closet bursting and I, I literally have my own yarn shop in there. So Woo! I'm Woo-hoo! coming over to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel good about uh, what's ahead and, and using more of what I have, which is actually one of my resolutions, which we can talk about in a minute. Excellent. So, okay. Yours ready? Number oh yeah. Two. I have one more. Okay. One more. You said, <laughs> what I did I say, you? Amy? You said. <laughs> You said you were going to do some mending, maybe some fun, visible mending mm-hmm. um, to sort of artfully give facelifts to some things. Some of it was like textiles for the home. Some of it was clothes Yeah. Um, to give things some fresh new life and put some creativity into that. Did that happen? It did happen. It did happen. One garment. <laughs> and another thing. What was what the about other that thing? cushion cover thing? The ottoman. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And so it I happened can... to two things. And third Four. thing, just to really? be a creeper. There's a I third listened... thing? Well, I don't know. Cause I listened to the episode so carefully. <laughs> Did you fix the hole in the bedspread? Oh, are you still living with no. a holy bedspread? So, okay. <laughs> so that thing, I've been trying to get rid of that thing. She's whispering. I love it. <laughs> Not that it, I don't know why I'm whispering. Um, <laughs> So I just, I decided I wanted to pick out my own bedspread. Mm -hmm. So that bedspread is sitting in our closet folded up and Will keeps trying to take it out because he's so cold. (laughs) I'm like, I'm boiling hot. I don't want it in our bed. Anyway, (laughs) long, I'll cut to the chase. No, I didn't mend that thing. And I still should because I think we're going to keep it for our guest room mm-hmm. at some point. But no, I haven't mended it. And I I will do that at some point. But it's been sitting in the closet folded away. So I haven't even thought about it. Uh, so funny. I just keep it. I keep trying to keep it where it is because I'm like, I don't want that thing on her bed because I'm I'm like too hot. Too hot. <laughs> I need a sheet and a thin blanket 
And that's oh, more than God. enough. And Wells literally got like five blankets on him. Hey, I'm like, I don't so understand funny. how that's even possible. Right now. Oh, I tell you what, if I spend the night over there in a guest room <laughs> and there's a holy yeah. bedspread, I'm going to be very upset. Well, I better get on that better. And I want it to be visible, artful, visible. Well, it would be because I can't. I can't be bothered to hide the mending. Why not make it intentional and beautiful and fun? So, yeah. Have you ever seen those little tiny hand sewing machines that are like handheld, almost like you hold like a cake mixer? Yeah. Um, It looks like a little stapler almost. Yeah. They just go zoop and they just like zip off for like emergencies. Do Um, they really work? They really work if you don't care at all about how this hole gets fixed in your bedspread (laughs) and you just want to like, pinch it closed and just yeah. zoop and close that thing they do work like that yeah oh, excuse me yeah. i don't know if the audio picked that up Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um so okay they work they might not look the prettiest does it hold together well for like sure yeah all right cool you could eat, they're even great for like uh i don't know like a pant or a skirt hem that drops down and you just need to go mm. zoop, and you don't want to get out your whole machine and get the pedal right. out and the whole thing cool yeah very cool I like it. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, it's time <sighs> to look ahead. We have to have, we have to be full of self-love okay. and acceptance about whether we did or did not do our resolutions. It's still time to set some new ones. Yeah. Let's Could do this thing. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Go. Okay. <laughs> it's a race. Okay. Race I go. All right. I have three. I'm just going to tell you very quickly. Okay. I am currently writing my writing those are fans that's a fancy word for thinking and jotting a note occasionally uh i will formally be writing up my capstone proposal for my expert knitter program it is due on january 4th oh you gotta move lady i know so all signs point to the very possible strong possibility that unless i don't know i really get shipwrecked somewhere that i will do my capstone sweater for my expert knitting program at webs and graduate Yay! don't say it i might you know don't want to be bad luck but i would really that's the number one 100 most important fiber related goal of this year awesome i love it i am that's super great. excited i'm getting some inspiration i actually want to talk that through with you sometime when we're not recording okay um I'm very excited. I feel ready. I'm nervous and afraid because I'm also about to start a new phase of my new job and I don't really know what to expect. And it's yeah. going to be very time demanding and this is going to be time demanding. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to do that. Yeah. And yeah. here's a little hint. I mm-hmm. also second resolution of the year. I do want to design whether for this thing or just informally um, for myself. I want to design with some stranded color work or intarsia mm-hmm. some original stuff so I even it. if it's just um and this project might have to get put on hold because of the capstone but remember how we talked about um doing the strange brew the pattern yes where you build it's a recipe style yes. patterning and you yep. build in your own charts and things so just something like that in in a hat or in a yoke somewhere or maybe um going i always have loved intarsia maybe going back there for something yeah. cool and funky so i definitely want to design with one of those two color work techniques and be able to hold something up and be like no one else has this i figured this out um <laughs> so i want to do that and then my last but not least is in my stash uh one thing that would really put my yarn stash would slim her down a little bit um, would be to go after a lot of the bulky yarns that are in there. Yeah. And it is the season, right? I have some lopi. I have a sweater's worth of lopi for an awesome, simple Ooh. lopi sweater. Mm-hmm. I have um, a little cropped sweater's worth of Plymouth Gina, which is a yeah. nice chunky color changing. And I also have uh, an idea for some Malabrigo chunky I have. Yeah, uh, for a very cool little shrug. It's sort of like, you know, those little shruggies you get long sleeves, but just the yeah. sort of back of neck. Um, and that would make a lot of room in said fiber closet because those things are taking up oh. space because they're big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is my third resolution is to excellent. If I can only knit a little bit on the side while I'm doing my capstone, then I want it to be big, bulky stuff. So I'm making some good. That's progress great. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I love it. So hello, 2022. I'm ready for you. 
Woo! Party Tim! <laughs> How about you? Um, all right. So I'd really like to do more making for me. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to make myself things to wear. But I think I've already said this in the past that I'm like not making things for people anymore. But that really didn't happen at all this year. And I made mm-hmm. way too many things for way too many people. And nothing wrong with that. I truly enjoy making things for people. However, mm-hmm. once I start down that rabbit hole, I spiral out of control and then it becomes a problem. And I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to finish this. And somebody's going to be disappointed, which is totally messed up because nobody even knows what I'm doing. Yeah. They don't know <laughs> so you even like, committed to it, much less finish it. Nobody yeah. cares. It's right. just my own. I'm yes. sure you can relate, but. Oh my God. I Now I got to <sighs> tell you something that will lift all the burden from you. Okay. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> so I told people. I told people, lots of people, like Uh-oh. two or three people in one group and then two or three people in the next group down the hall that yeah. I was going to try to bomb out a hat oh, for our no. secret snowflake. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it gets worse. I'm a really Uh-oh. a bad person. So no, I was going to <laughs> bomb out a hat for secret snowflake. It was going to be really cool. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, that's one of those Amy Sun hats. Go great. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be awesome. Probably have stranded color work because you love stranded color work. <laughs> All right. I had the whole plan. Well. I did the ribbing mm-hmm. and at that point it's actually already too late then to make a choice about sizes, but I was kind of like, I feel good about this size and I feel like I have a pinhead and I feel like <laughs> I don't need to do the increases that I could be doing right here Oh no! because I'm feeling good about this. Mm-hmm. So I finished it in a weekend Ooh. in time. Yeah. Well in time for secret snowflake. Yeah. No, I had no intention of, I kept it for myself. (laughs) Ah, I did not see that coming. Selfish knitter. So I told people that I was going to do it and I did do it in record time. (laughs) I had four days to spare. Oh my I needed that thing on Thursday. It was done on Sunday. Oh, that's amazing. And I kept it for myself because I was like, that's a really, oh. that's a damn nice hat. I'm keeping that hat. <laughs> I want to see this hat at some point. Yes. Yeah. Um, so oh that happened. Gosh. So that's I am amazing. truly a evil selfish knitter. So oh, making for it. me is not a resolution I need to worry about keeping. Um, <laughs> but I think you need to get on that train. So what'd you do for secret snowflake instead? I did my usual standard secret snowflake gift, which is, which is, I give everyone my little secret snowflake hack. It's always so popular. Yeah. I want to know. Okay. I get a wire wreath form, uh huh, like the floral kind. Yeah. And I get these cute little tiny clothespins yeah. and I close pinned all around it, probably like $25 scratch off lotto tickets. And I make a wreath <gasps> out of lotto tickets. <sighs> Score. And let me tell you, great. we did the secret snowflake where people like, can, you know, you can steal from each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one people wanted. Everybody was, was trying to steal that thing. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah you put oh, a little bow on so it and it looks like a Christmas wreath and, and so it's so smart. fun. I love it. Yeah. There you I go. People, five really minute good. crafty gift. Ideas. Yeah. There you go. Why wasn't that in your list? That should have been in my You list. actually did it too. I did do it. <laughs> so rewind. That goes in the episode earlier, everyone. Yes, that should be earlier no. in the episode. Yes, scratch <laughs> off a lot of tickets. Oh, here's a couple more ideas. Ready? Oh, my gosh. You know those picture frames um, that hold, like, multiple pictures? Yeah, yeah. Put You put by different size scratch off a lot of tickets and fill the picture frame, and that's oh. a fun secret Santa, too, because people get so excited, and they use a the picture frame. That's so cool. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, so there those, you go. Those are good ideas. Yeah, like and it. I'm keeping that. Heck, yeah. <laughs> Which was a stash buster, by the way. So I'm just winning all check, over the place. Check, check. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, I totally interrupted uh, you. Okay, so you're gonna be no, making no. For yourself. I love it. Yeah. So I don't know what that will look like yet, but I really, I got to get back on the me train. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. Um. All right. Other thing. I have an idea for a book, which I will not be sharing. Of on course. This episode. Sorry. Oh my God. That's so exciting. 
I could talk about it to you some other time. Yes. Sorry, listeners, you don't yes. get to hear about it. Perhaps over mulled wine. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is this must happen. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I have this idea for a book, and you don't know this because I don't think I've shared this with you. And I, I there might be a couple like of my fiber close friends that know about this, but I don't think they really understand the extent I have. This is going to sound really messed up. I have (laughs) notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of book ideas for Mm -hmm. crafting Yeah, that are, I've got drawings and plans, no patterns written out, but it's like an index and all the, what all the patterns would be and illustrations of them. Yeah. And have these gone to fruition? No, because I don't pursue them because I get the idea out and I'm like, okay, that was nice. (laughs) Well, also it's very satisfying, right? Like blocking out. It's like storyboarding, right? Like you need to make a whole movie. Like you just, it's like watching a trailer. You're like, well, now I don't need to see it. And so I'm like, well, can't I just tell somebody else about this and they'll make it? (laughs) Maybe you need a collaborator. Um, So anyway, all right. So that's, that's like the side story of this book, but I have this idea for a book that I think needs to exist because I've looked, it doesn't exist at all. Mm, The world could use this. And I really think, and it's something I want because I was, Uh you know, checking things out, trying to find, I was like, this doesn't exist. I have to do this. So this, this is probably my really big thing for this year is like actually working towards creating a book proposal Mm -hmm. and this would be a craft book if that wasn't obvious already. Um, and actually following through, I have submitted a craft book proposal in the past. This was many years ago. It was rejected and I ended up self-publishing anyway. But I think if I ever publish a book again, I have to do it with a partner, with Mm -hmm. a publisher. Because after doing the self-publishing by myself the one time, I learned a ton. It was a great experience. I'm glad I did it. But I don't want to do it again. I want Mm -hmm. a partner who Mm -hmm. knows what to do and knows the ropes. And I want to focus on the creative side of it. Yeah. And And not the put that work in like. I'm happy to put the work in don't like, obviously, but I don't know, having a partner for the logistical yeah. bits, I think would be just immensely helpful. Are so you still uh, connected? Cause I know you are published in other books that maybe aren't your whole book, but you yeah. you're a contributor. Are you still connected to folks? That would be amazing. I mean, not really, but I can reference those connections yeah. mm-hmm. when I submit the proposal. Cause I do have a very specific publisher. I want to approach first. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I really, really know I want to work with if I can. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. And if anything happens, we'll share about it. I can't <laughs> wait. Oh my gosh. We got to talk. So, Mold wine. Mold anyway, wine porch yes. time. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Very good. All so, right. I have one last thing. Okay. What you got? As some of you may already know, I've talked about this in the past, so I don't think this will be a shocker, but capital N, capital O mm-hmm. to purchasing any superwash or synthetic fibers. Mm-hmm. And that's for myself or were I to make a gift for someone else, it doesn't even matter at this point. I really, really, this is something like I'm growing more and more passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's heavily on the environmental side of things, plus also some other little things that I'm, that I feel strongly about, but um I do still have some synthetic and superwash in my stash. I've actually started to weed those out and just donate them because mm-hmm. I just I can't do it anymore mm-hmm. and this last year I did buy superwash yarn unintentionally but deep down you you remember the hedgehog fibers I, do. I deep down knew it was superwash 
and it wasn't labeled. And I looked it up quick and it didn't say it, obviously. So I was like, oh, maybe it's not. And, you know, after really thoroughly looking into it, I was like, yeah, obviously this is. And I knew it. And I I was really frustrated with myself at that point. And then now I'm kind of like, you know what? This is important to me and I really need to stick with it. And that's that's like just a personal goal of Mm -hmm. really sticking to that. And if something I think is questionable, then I'm just not going to get it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. I love it. Very good. That is on my mind all the time when I'm shopping too. Yeah. I not as a, I'm still going to be a sucker sometimes for some of that dye saturation. (laughs) Um, And that's okay with me sometimes, but I do, I really do believe I prefer my, the wear and the Mm -hmm. drape and a lot of the qualities and characteristics of my knitted garments that are non superwash. Mm-hmm. I just prefer it. And I've learned over time, especially as I'm, especially because talking about being a stranded color work type of person. Oh, yeah. More often than not having colors play off of each other rather than look, than choosing. I mean, I love those speckly fun uh, yarns. And the one I just finished, frankly, is all speckly and fun and super wash. But Mm -hmm. like, I find I have a more of a classic aesthetic uh, for like contrast colors, like a navy and a white, or, you mm-hmm. know, those sort of Scandinavian contrast colors. Um, yeah. And I'm finding a lot of joy in Noro and other types of yarns where there's amazing color things happening where it's not a dye technique, but it's the way it's been combed in and spun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So anyway, I'm with you on that. I totally support it. You are always so good about it. Um, <sighs> that the slip up of which you speak is like, <laughs> so minor, you know, compared uh, to, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, but, um, so very good. Yeah. These are all good goals. All right. So we, all right. I have to say we are awesome. <laughs> and I have to say to our listeners, you are all awesome. If you've stuck it out with us this long, thank you so much. <laughs> We're like, and who honestly, are you? And why are you doing that? <laughs> Amy, we had to discuss this episode was going to be like, five minutes long and I know what the heck happened. I'm so glad it was what it is. Cause Me I'm too. always grateful for when we get this time. I know and it's such a fun chat. It's good. It's good to think about where we came from and where we're headed and yeah. And, and all that. And I'll just say one last thing to our listeners. If uh, you were hoping for some lore fairy tale or other tidbit, I'm sorry. Our juice is just gone. <laughs> It'll be back. It'll be back. Yes. Yes. It's just been a long, long, uh, it's been a long year. Yeah. But and a long semester we'll for in the sort of school cycle of things too. Yep. Um, so to that end, dear listeners, um, let's do this. Let's try to have a little bit of a, I'll be helpful with this. Um, a little bit of a presence on Instagram. Mm-hmm. At Rumpel and the Frog, um, where we can sort of show our works in progress, what we're up to, what we're thinking about. Um, yes, that that's good. And why don't we do that? And then also, we don't know when we're coming back. Doesn't mean we're not coming back, but we just don't know when. Right. Usually yep. we say, and then we're going to come back in this month. We literally know nothing. So yes. we're not sure when we're coming back, but we will. And I would love to get back to our roots of the fibery yeah. stuff combined with the lore. And I think it would be neat if our listeners are interested at all to direct message us. Um, yeah, for sure. Or email us at rumplethefrog at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a particular topic or a series idea that they have, um, I'd love to hear from them too. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise we'll be on pause. You'll see us on social media and yeah. otherwise we'll be out there making and creating and getting inspired and all those things that you do to kind of (laughs) get back into it in the new year. All right. Any other little tidbits or announcements, Noel? (sighs) Happy holidays, whatever you may celebrate Mm -hmm. to all you fine fiber loving folks. Yeah. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. And uh, stay safe. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Robs. Oh, thanks. It's your almost your birthday. They do call you Noel for a reason. 
True story. Hey, here's a fun fact for you. <laughs> at least so I'm told. I was born early, at least two weeks early, maybe more. I'm not sure. But my name was supposed to be Olivia. No way. And because I was born in December instead of January, my this is the story I was told. Don't know the reality. So mom, dad, if you're listening, you sent me straight. <laughs> so because I was born so close to Christmas, my name instead was Noel. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I think you are definitely a Noel. So that is perfect. Yeah, I think so too. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, it is so long for now as it's time for us to return to the woods to forage some more maybe sleep in a little yeah yeah travel hibernate <laughs> hibernate spend time with family focus on other things for a little bit but yes we'll be back soon with more stories and definitely more stitching absolutely until we meet again happy, happy stitching, stitching.